0: The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K-State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN.
1: We are with you for just one hour today, done at 5 o'clock. That's when we will go live out to Morgantown, West Virginia, K-State baseball. Coming up at 5.30 for first pitch, pregame at 5 o'clock. As the Cats taking on West Virginia, game two of the three-game series. Cats lost yesterday, but one win in this series will officially lock K-State into the seventh spot in the Big 12 standings and the Big 12 tournament next week. In Arlington, Texas. Welcome to the game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, Sage Williams is with us. We'll be adding two to the show in the next segment. We'll play Do They Know It, and Big Steve, of course, will be hosting, and there's a special guest coming in to complete the tag team matchup. Uh, Teams haven't been set yet, but we'll figure that out later. And of course, we have a whole bunch of stuff, like number one song of the day, Ask Us Anything, Sam Honeybun's movie preview. I mean, the normal staple stuff. We didn't have a show yesterday because, <laughs> well, uh, who do we want to blame it on this time? Who's at fault? Well, maybe Carlos Hernandez. You could throw that name out there with well, five walks in three innings. Yeah,
0: that's a start, anyway, of where you can go with that. Bullpen kind of stands Bullpen out. Bullpen
1: giving up runs, for sure. Um, I'll tell you what, though, the Royals. I, I, I feel like they're playing better baseball. I really do, at least offensively. It feels like the Royals have started to play some better baseball. You can even go back to the Colorado Rockies series, mm-hmm. um, and they won that series, but they just got done playing, what, five games straight yes. at home against the Chicago Com- Chicago White Sox. I'm sure they're glad to be done with them for a little bit, but the Royals right now stand with a record of 14-23. And, uh, yeah, for some reason, man, that – Carlos Hernandez has, an, I guess, that reputation now that uh, we're expecting things to go wrong after a pretty good year last year. Things have gone so wrong this year that if he he hasn't gotten to five innings all year. No. All year. No. So but. if he doesn't at least get five innings or he's given up five walks or given up three earned runs, you just feel like you got to put all the blame on him. It's time to send him down, is it not? It's getting close to being that time to send him down, but Brady Singer, Brady Singer came back up after being sent down to Triple A Omaha. A reality check let him
0: buff some things out. He wasn't too bad his last time out. He's likely to be back up in time for Sunday. The way it looks, they made a couple of changes today, rostered him down again. Uh, but as much as anything, that's just a matter of making sure that they've got what they need to get through tonight because and, and tomorrow because of, the, of what they've done with the roster here through the early part of the season and specifically coming off of five games in four days. The bullpen has been overworked, uh, and they really need to give some guys a breather and, and get a couple new horses in the bullpen. Uh, one of the things, though, that really I, – I sit here and you say that about Hernandez and that he should be – Sent down and and yet I'm not all that dramatically disappointed in where he sits right now because he at least has been semi consistent. You know you're going to get average to below average from him as opposed to total dumpster fire from Chris Bubich.
1: And that's well, I mean, yeah, Chris Bubich is just yes an absolute disaster. But I mean, Carlos Hernandez has an ERA above nine, uh, and you're talking about a kid who's 25 years old. He's yeah. still super young. And, like I said earlier, he came off a a year where he had an ERA below four. Yes. I mean, around three and a half or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a ton of optimism about him coming into this season. Yes. And he's – it's like something happened. Like something happened one night and all of a sudden, he just doesn't have what he had when he was twenty four years old.
0: and those are the types of things that a pitching coach should be noticing and being able to work on with him uh, in terms of his motion, in terms of the things that maybe got changed up in the off season because mechanics are such a big part of it. And if guys aren't doing the work in the off season or if they maybe overwork and try to make changes, Um, You need a pitching coach who is going to recognize that and work to get guys back into the spot to where they can be their best. And uh, I continue to argue that the Royals don't have a pitching coach at the major league level who understands how to do that. We've seen a little bit of
1: him. How do you feel about MJ Melendez?
0: Don't have a a real judge yet uh, other than I, I like that he has been aggressive through the first part here of his time in uniform, he's not wasting time, if you will, or looking like he's overwhelmed uh, at the plate right now. And I think I think he's done okay catching, um, given that, in large part, the, the dugout is probably handling most of the calls uh, in terms of the pitching staff right now, rather than he. But still, that... That at least uh, has put them in a position to where they're not sweating so hard with Salvador on the sideline right now.
1: Yeah, last four games he has at least a hit, four game hitting streak, yeah. and a um, couple of home runs in that Chicago White Sox series. Yeah, he,
0: he's he's shown a lot of promise here early on. I think. All right, we're kind of in fast
1: fo- uh, fast forward mode in a way. Um, <laughs>
0: Welcome to a one hour show. Yeah, trying to
1: trying to throw a lot of things in there. Um, I, I would have loved to talk Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher yesterday. Oh, Lord, it yes. It was very fresh. I could have played all the clips. Everybody's heard the clips by now when Nick Saban was saying that this campfire discussion or whatever they called it, uh, talking about NIL, the, the the topic came up and he started talking about Texas AM, Jimbo Fisher having the number one recruiting class and how they were bought. The trigger word, bought. But, and Jimbo yep. called a press conference. To uh, say a few things about God himself, <laughs> Nick Saban, the deal is here, um, you know, Jimbo was, first of all, where was the follow up question after he said, I used to coach with this guy. And, um, you know, the, if you look into his background, it's maybe not as uh, squeaky clean as it should be. I, you know, of course, I'm paraphrasing. Right. No. Wh- yep. We together at LSU. <laughs> where, where where's the follow up? I Jimbo gave us a is, teaser, is there, but is
0: there anything you would like to tell us about that time? As
1: as much as people was eating that up, guys, that was no more than just a little slap fight. Sure, we were left with a ton of information that wasn't given. That would have made it a whole lot better. But Nick Saban is in a way bitter because NIL is taking away his rec- completely taking away his recruiting strategy in a way because. It's now, and I've said it before, NIL is a level playing field now. And Alabama doesn't have the power, as much of the power, as they, they still do. They're still the powerhouse program. But now, you know, Let, the Texas re- A&Ms can now be the number one recruiting class yeah, let's in the country. Re-
0: let's remember, we're talking about a and the folks who made sure that, uh, that uh, Eric Dickerson got the Texas A&M Firebird. Back in the day, the Texas Am, if you will, because they were trying to recruit him before he went to SMU and became part of Pony Express and that yeah. whole mess. Or
1: Jackson State can get the number one recruit in the country. <sighs> Shout out to Deion Sanders who also got d- involved d- d- in d- the Jackson,
0: Mississippi of all places.
1: That city woof. By the way, you want to talk about woof. other than uh well that was maybe the one, the first example. Why why is there blowing up the whole uh, Nigel Pack situation. What about this kid that's the number one recruit for 2022 going to Jackson State and getting like a million dollars in an NIL deal? Why didn't we blow that up? No, it's Nigel Pack getting $800,000 for two years to go to uh, to Miami. Nope, he took all the blame. <laughs> R.J. Ruiz in Miami, the the players, the uh, the flashy school down there in South Beach getting all the uh, attention on that as well. Another thing I wanted to bring up here in the first segment um, is uh, we got a couple of announcements today, yesterday, last couple of days about some games being announced for K-State basketball, not just men's but women's basketball as well for the non-con schedule. Uh, we, we got the date for K-State Nebraska at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. That's going to be Saturday, December 17th with tickets going on sale June 6th. I'm really looking forward to that one, being back in the T-Mobile Center for a K-State basketball game. I got to PA announce the game a couple of years ago between the Cats and St. Louis, and that was a lot of fun. It's a different K-State environment. Mm-hmm. I've noticed like not everybody is up to speed with how the basketball fan experience and also in-game things, hap- uh, how they work, like the 4-3, stuff like that. You know, They catch on after a while. But I love it now that it's not just a random opponent like St. Louis. It's a former rival meeting of Big 12 foes. K-State played in Lincoln last year. That's going to add to the excitement of this game. And also, you know, it's on a Saturday. On December 17th, it's a week before Christmas. What a perfect Christmas gift. Take the family to T-Mobile Center
0: for the Cats and Huskers. Power and light before the game and after the game. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Get a, a, a hotel call. room. Mm-hmm. Now... I will say I'm excited about that, but I think K-State women's basketball laid down the big announcement when it comes to the non-con because they have a marquee matchup for women's basketball next year that's going to take place in Bramlage Coliseum, and that's the Iowa Hawkeyes coming to town. Why is that a a marquee matchup? Bramlage Coliseum, a Thursday, like 8 o'clock on November 17th, I'm sure it's going to be nationally televised. The reason it's so marquee if you don't keep up with women's basketball, Iowa had a had a sophomore last year in Caitlin Clark. She was on all the watch lists, one of the best guards in the country. She just poured it in last year, averaging twenty-seven points a game. She was last season's leading scorer, eight rebounds a game as a six-foot sophomore from Des Moines, Iowa. So what you'll have next year, and this is the the even though they won't be like guarding each other or anything, like it's not that kind of matchup. But these two teams that are solid that'll have these all American players, some of the best players in the country, it's Caitlin Clark versus Aoka Lee. hmm Aoka Lee is one of the best centers and she'll probably of course be on all the watch lists next year from all American watch lists, player of the year watch lists. Caitlin Clark will be as well. And these two are gonna meet. Like this is fantastic for women's basketball as a whole. But this is also like, uh, hey, this is the national attention that K-State women's basketball has probably been deserving for a little while as well. Right. Pre-Aoka Lee scoring 61 points against the Oklahoma Sooners. This but- is a big deal for both teams. Bigger deal, I would say, for K-State because they get the home game. They get to showcase Manhattan on a national on a, on a national coverage type of game. I
0: w- most likely would assume it will be national coverage. Not only that, but it'll be a good RPI game for them. For sure. In terms of preparation for the tournament. Last You're talking about Big yep, Ten they, champions. Exactly. Uh, in terms of a matchup, uh, everybody's going to have their eyes, in fact, on, on who's scoring that night. But honestly, uh, I think it will be fun to watch and see what – the youngsters do on the perimeter for K-State, see if they get into a little bit of a shooting match with Caitlin Clark. I can't remember how many points she scored, but I remember there was a
1: college game day for basketball, getting ready to air. It was right after Aokalee scored the 61 Mm -hmm. points. Now, they talked about Yoki scoring 61 before the show. They talked about Caitlin Clark... And during whatever she did in the in Big Ten play during the show, and that really bothered me. I'm like 61 points, set a new Division One scoring record, and that's not on the show. Now Caitlin Clark is just awesome. I mean, she is she's so, so such a good shooter. She was like 41 po- uh, percent from three point range last year. She was such a good shooter. Like she can knock down a shot from anywhere in the front court. Like, literally, she can shoot it from anywhere and make it. I think that's what actually kind of made her really popular. Yes, she could score a ton of points, but she's also really, like, flashy at doing it. Mm -hmm. She is, like, a -a one-of-a-kind, like, Steph Curry type of women's basketball player that can just go out there and, and knock it down from anywhere. She plays a lot, in my opinion, like Curry as well. So I've been trying to look here. Maybe it was the 43 points against Ohio State.
0: Or something like that, 46 points against Michigan. Like she can really pour it in. So the thing is, is that she's inconsistent, though, in terms of it. And, and some of that's going to be dependent on who's defending. But a, a great example of that is, you know, when they lost to Creighton, she was held to 15 points, uh, 18 against Indiana down the stretch. So, you know, it, it, she had 41 against Nebraska. It, 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 it's kind of a hit or miss thing. On some nights, at least down the stretch it was. So, you know that she's going to be itching to get back out there and show that from a consistency standpoint next year that she can be better.
1: Yeah, that's a gigantic game for women's ba- K State women's basketball next year. Hopefully, you know, with the story of Aoka Lee, that'll sell some season tickets. Mm-hmm. Iowa being on the schedule, that's definitely going to sell some tickets. That's, again, that is a marquee giant matchup that K State scheduled to face iowa and i don't think that's like a any sort of special game that's just a regular non-conference game no like no battle like no i mean i know the big 12 doesn't have that with the big 10 they're associated with the sec and also uh men's basketball see it in the big east big 12 battle because k-state would be playing in uh, hinkle Fieldhouse against butler gigantic game uh Uh, coming up this November for K-State Women's Basketball. We'll take a timeout when we come back. Do They Know It? Hosted by Big Steve next. Drums,
2: please!
1: I'm going to keep everybody... uh, I'm just not gonna sing. I was gonna sing. I was like, no, I'll just keep everybody uh, safe f- from all that. But I love this song, "Summertime" by the Fresh Prince, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. What's the first day of summer, Big Steve?
2: That's a great question. I
3: actually we'll have play, no idea.
1: 21st. We'll play. We'll play this uh, first day of summer when, uh, yeah. with
0: with the lyrics. We're, we're playing this on the on the day we're headed for 58 for a high tomorrow.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Better than Denver, though. Since I'm not on the morning show
1: anymore, like I don't look at the yeah, weather I hardly as much anymore. Uh, yeah, I was caught by a little bit by surprise when I stepped outside. It was a bit chilly. 80, you know, uh, 88 yesterday in Denver, 33 in snow today. Wow. <laughs> Before we get to uh, do they know it, I wanted to share this from college baseball yesterday. Indiana was visiting Iowa. Did you hear about this, Troy? No. This is insanity. So about halfway through the game, four innings in, and Indiana is up on the road 13-2. to two. Ooh. Iowa would then go on a 28 to 3 run to win 30 to 16. Their center fielder hit two home runs in one inning. Okay. Both three-run homers and then his next at bat was a grand slam.
0: Oh, good like, lord. Like, that is
1: insanity. So he was warmed up. Like, he brought the heat.
0: <laughs> that warmed up is an understatement. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here going, which one of these teams is borrowing Chicago State's pitching staff? Um, good lord, that's brutal. Finished with 12 RBI in the game. He was 6 for 7.
1: That's another thing. 12 shame RBI. On, shame that's on a, Indiana. Allow Iowa to come to the plate around
0: 7 times. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be a record that's never broken. 12 RBI in a game. All right, welcome back to the game. Big Steve, let's get to it. They know sports,
2: they know jokes, and even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do Do They they Know It?
3: Game number 17 today. We would have had it yesterday, but uh, things just did not work out. But you know what? We'll do it today. Why not? Um, So we've got teams divided up. David G is... They've mentioned is out, so we've got a special guest filling in today. Hi, Sloan. Hey. How's it going? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) So here's how the game works. We get three categories. you got movies, TV show, and uh, music. Easy for you to say. Um, Two options, A category. You tell me which one you want to hear. I play it, and you have to give me an answer. You get a point per answer for movies. I'm looking for the name of the movie, name of the actor or actress. For TV, I'm looking for the name of the show, the name of the character, and for music, I'm looking for the name of the song and the name of the artist. Unlimited steals as always today. We have teams divided up today. It's going to be Sloan and Mitch versus Troy and Sage. So Sloan and Mitch, what's your team name today?
1: We are the Gods of Nil.
3: The Gods of Nil, okay. I dig it.
1: (laughs) And for
3: Sage and Troy?
4: I forgot to think of a name. Uh... (laughs)
0: Given I won on Monty Python last week, uh, how about we are the knees?
3: Well, Why not do the full thing? We are the knights who say knee.
0: Yeah. Okay.
4: The knights who say knee.
3: Okay.
0: Knights with a Z. Yes. Oh, okay. Knights with
4: a Z,
3: please. <laughs> knights <laughs> with a Z. Okay. Got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it has to be done, Sloan. To, it's tradition. We have to keep it's the spirit of here. Dave yes. G in this room. All right. and Tails.
3: Okay, I was gonna say your team was gonna call, but sure. We flip, and it is heads today. Nobody wow. ever wins a toss. So no, and you know that? Yeah. Ah, classic Google. Gotta love it. Okay, so uh Troy and Sage, your move.
4: How about we try Music A?
3: Music A, you got it.
4: Oh, well, in fact,
3: we'll all look it this way. I mean technically our marriage is saved. Big Steve's what wheelhouse.
1: Was
2: <laughs>
1: hey, don't lob
3: factual statements at me as if they're insults, okay?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> What's the name of that song? Oh, goodness. Because I just realized it is a name that's like, it's not in the lyrics.
1: That I is it's, right.
4: It's Panic at the Disco. Do you know the name of it?
0: Is that Song's Not Tragedies?
4: It's it's I write sins not tragedies. Thank you. Final answer. Yeah. Thank you, Troy.
0: Did you
1: know Sloan? I did. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I did not. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking Fallout Boy. My 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 kid was all not a bad that, guess into
2: all those uh, those bands Fallout Boy and whatever that one was. And
0: yeah. and you've not disowned him.
2: <laughs> oh heck no! He's got great
3: music. Okay, bass. all right, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're around to uh, Mitch and Sloan. What's your move? Let's go movie B. Movie B, you got it.
0: Those nights when I went to the office, I'm sure you figured it out by now, was coming here. Human form into digital space. Heavy stuff. But I also
1: had you. I had income. I couldn't be in here all the time.
3: And just a reminder, for movies and TV, you get one replay.
2: Wow. That sounds like uh, Jeff Bridges. Can you play it again, Steve?
3: I sure can
0: me those nights when i went to the office i'm sure you figured it out by now i was coming here human form into digital space heavy stuff but i also had
1: you i had income i couldn't be in here all the time i hear it too
2: now it, that yeah. you said jeff bridges i hear yeah. it too it Sound mm-hmm. a little bit like him i i don't know the movie though i should because i'm a huge bridges fan but uh yeah
1: the floor is yours
2: oh man uh I, I, I seriously, I, I, I don't even know what the movie would be.
1: Let's go Jeff Bridges.
2: Okay. That is. That's oh, very it's, good. It's the one. Uh, I if think, it sounds newer, Jeff yeah. Bridges, and
1: I, I boy. It, it was based on a book.
2: My kid read the book. It was a big deal. Uh, it's kind of a futuristic society, almost dystopian. He lives in this big house by himself. Oh, Man. Uh, yeah I'm sorry I'm blanking uh, here I want to see I want to say It's like the game Or something like that Or uh, We'll just go with the game I know that's wrong Yeah
3: That is wrong yeah. Do you guys want to steal? Uh, Tron
0: Generations
3: That was close That is Tron Legacy Thank you Legacy Okay All And right. that one was brought to you By good old Sam Honeybuns Yeah was I one I, that turned yeah. that one in today
0: No idea I knew yeah, Tron But I tried watching the first one Bad movie <laughs>
2: it
3: really <laughs> That's what was, Sam was saying too. it
0: really was it and boy the uh effects don't hold up awesome video game though yes it's it was video game right. i played that thing We're all the time
3: background to sage and troy what's your next move what you got troy
0: oh let's go ahead and do tva
3: tva you got it where the hell is my prize
0: where's my ring sean easy now no no i've timed the balls out perfectly sean me then you then me then you then i get the prize what? <laughs>
1: wow. You, you have stumped uh, us all.
4: What?
3: Do, do you need, the replay? Yeah, That's need good. the replay? Yeah, All right, here's your replay. Where Here. the hell is my prize?
0: Where's my ring, Sean? Easy now. No, no. I've timed the balls out perfectly, Sean. Me, then you, then me, then you, then I get the prize.
4: Sounds like a, like a key and peel sketch or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um... You can try. I'll give it yeah, a shot. Go for it if you want. Yeah.
0: Just, just for throwing something at the wall, psych. Oh. That is.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: What's the character? No way in hell am I going to get that.
4: <laughs> I don't know either. I have no idea. Oh,
3: I
1: got it. Is it psych? Got I, don't me. Know. I don't know. I've never. i psych. Was the name of I know the it's a crappy the... USA show.
3: Hey, I enjoyed it. All right. <laughs> Choose your next words carefully. Yeah. Mitch. yeah. Oh, now,
0: oh, now we know how that snuck in. Right. right next to Money Night Raw. Oh, that's a—it's—it's it's the sidekick, <laughs> I
1: think. Psyche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Psyche. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never seen it. I don't know who is. So no I guess. Know, I don't know. I don't know who All his right, name that is again. Gus. Gus. Oh, okay. Psyche. Yeah. Man, what a pull that. Oh, was. you just wanted
2: the character. Oh, yeah, Crap, character. I knew the character. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. TV's his oh, character. Movies All is the actor. I don't actress. know. I play this once every two weeks. That's fair. That's fair.
3: All right. Well, Mitch and Sloan, we're back around to you guys. And you have movie A, TV B, and music B left on the board. Song B. You got it. Lives rolling wheels and shifting gears around that Jersey turnpike. Barney stopped me with his gun 10 minutes after midnight. Said, sir, you broke the lemon in his rusty old truck.
1: I don't know about that accent, son. This, where did you come from? Alan Jackson. And do you have the name of the song for me? Where I come from, Thank it's cornbread and chicken. And now Thank at this you. point,
3: I realize he really did spare us earlier.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: wow, a
2: savage zing!
3: <laughs> Becomes host. He
1: thinks he owns the business.
0: Wow, Pretty much, right. yeah.
3: Well, quick check of the scoreboard before we get into our last two. We are tied three and three
0: right now.
4: Oh, it's close. All right,
0: Sage Troy, your move. You we got, got, got movie 50, 50 A, TVB. You know, I, I feel know. It. I know. Given what he threw at us on TV, though, I'm af- I'm almost afraid to.
4: I know. That's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking with TV because he threw a really obscure one at us. He wouldn't would he throw two obscure TVs? I've done it before. Same Absolutely. game. Do not
3: sneak it past me. I have done it before. We'll try it. Okay, let's let's try the TV option. TVB, here it is. Now that's a baller. See, you got a real man now watching hoops instead of watching old VHS as a Yo MTV raps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I know this is the
4: Cleveland
3: show, isn't
1: yes.
4: it? I don't know the name of the character.
0: Oh come on!
4: I don't watch the Cleveland show enough. I wouldn't know it.
0: I mean, it's Cleveland, but
4: no, it's the oh, sun. It's one
0: of the that suns. Is not Cleveland. Sun. Okay. You guys
1: want to steal? I don't
2: tie I don't it watch up again. Show at all. Never seen it.
1: Let's see. Wait, give me because Troy. It took him a minute to get the wheels turned and think of that that '70s show. <laughs> I've watched Cleveland show, but it's been a long time. Do you need the replay? And are we? Are no. we? No. It, it's his. Kid? Yeah. Give me the replay. Is
3: now that's a baller. See, you got a real man now watching hoops yeah, instead baby. of watching old VHS okay. as a Yo MTV yeah. Raps.
0: But again, I watch it so little that. Yeah, yeah. it only
3: ran for four seasons, too. Right. They're already back on Family Guys. It's so. the baby.
1: Um, I mean, it's not just baby, right? No. Um,
2: Cleveland Jr.
1: No, it's not his kid. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey.
3: That is Rollo. Rollo. Yeah. Rallo. Yeah. I
4: know that there is a junior, but I know it's the, the older one,
3: I think, right? In, all right, well, Sloan and Mitch, there's one option left, and that is movie A, so here's your sound. Oh,
1: hey, Jeff, what's happening, buddy? We were, we were just wondering what you were doing here. Uh, you know our arrangements, Jeff. You don't travel outside of the E, F, and R subway lines. In exchange, you get to eat all the inorganic garbage that you want. <laughs> dang it. That's a, I'm dang gonna take it. A I'm, I'm going to take my time rounding the bases on this one. <laughs> yeah. Do you want the replay? Sloan looks confused. I don't think I know it. That's Will Smith. Damn it! Okay, I thought I, that's what I thought.
2: Maybe He's yeah. the like the last two words when I went. I think that's Will Smith. And that's, that's Men in Black.
3: Just Men in Black.
2: Oh, don't even
3: don't come
1: black. on. That's that. That is him. He answered that. Buzz he him. answered, that. Buzz he answered
4: that. that. You know he did.
1: <laughs> Am I wrong? That's Men in Black.
3: Men in Black Two. Mm. What? Yes! From the come that's behind what? with the final yes! point, Sage and Troy get it five to four. <laughs> that's not the scene where he they pull
1: the guy over. He's got the pregnant
3: gal in the back. No, that is the underground subway worm thing where he's got the new sidekick and like. Oh, Jesus, yeah,
1: that's Men in Black two. I'll be yes. honest with you. I With John and Mason, I'd get them with sequels as well. So (laughs) I'll take it
0: on the chin.
4: Celebrating too early. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that.
1: They were both guilty of that as well. I I stopped in front
0: of the uh, hitter in front of him coming around the bases.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I did not see that coming at all. I thought he was just going to get it. Everybody else
1: thought, other than these two, everybody else out there thought it was the first Men in Black. (laughs)
0: <laughs> who, th- who remembers Men in Black 2? Uh, enough people that they made a 3. Yeah, yeah there you <laughs> go, <Yeah. laughs> Which really flopped. Enough. Didn't have, like oh, both of Oh, hardcore flopped, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank
4: you.
1: Well, just going to get the final up, score. Or or I, or did I just did I, I did you already. Did. You okay, missed so 5 to four. Okay, yes. I'm too ticked off.
3: (laughs) Here, I'll I'll give it again. So again, the The final score. The anger in the room. Final score doesn't
1: matter. Let's go to a break. Number one song today is next. Ah, yes. The group that is responsible for making my favorite 80s pop tune. But this isn't it cruel summer your favorite yes like rama banana. banana rama banana <laughs> of course thanks to karate kid <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: for cruel summer banana rama would you believe i own this 45 did you sloan did you have this as well uh, in the collection
2: i would not have because i was working in radio at the time so everything that uh that I had was like I just listened to it at the radio station so I think we had the album actually that we played the album
1: well (laughs) Bananarama is actually so when I was like looking up their stuff I go to multiple websites Mm. but I use Wikipedia as well Um, had them listed as a pop duo Uh, I believe they went back to the original trio Yeah. Mm -hmm. so pop trio from London and they formed in 81 both pop and dance charts They had multiple Guinness World Records, which I did not know until I started looking them up, including they have achieved the world's highest number of chart entries by a female group, all-female group. Fascinating. Wow. Is that worldwide? Worldwide. Okay, All right. Well, that that makes sense. In the UK, between 82 and 2009, they had 30 singles. Yeah, they were... You in were the hugely top popular in the United yeah. Oh, big yeah. time. Much more than in the United yeah. States. Yeah. Here in the U.S., 12 studio albums, three top 40 hits, and they're only number one from the third album. Troy, do you want to give us an album title?
0: <clears throat> Mr. I Used to Own This. I do not recall what the, what the album title was. True Confessions. Ah, uh, yes. I should have known it. Yep.
1: Well, of course, this is a cover. Shocking Blue was the first to mm-hmm. uh, bring this out. Also from Europe. The Netherlands so where Shocking Blue is from. Well, they also had a tough time uh, writing and performing in English. But uh, they were able to bang it out was Shocking Blue, but their lyrics, it sounds like a goddess on the mountaintop, but they wrote and performed it as a godness on the mountaintop. bananarama would correct that
2: and uh-huh, go with okay. a goddess. Huh.
0: I like Shocking Blue's version a lot better than yeah. this. I don't know. It's tough. Um, I mean, come on. Let's face it. This is '80s dance. I mean, that's yeah. that. They they did it in the style.
2: It's it's it, this song sounds like it could have been released today. It's got that pink turbo pop Katy Perry feel to it. I think that they kind of looked at these guys and went, "This was popular. This has mm-hmm. got to move to it." I've also seen uh, a hardcore new metal band do this in their set. Yeah. This and Material Girl, they weave together. <laughs> I kid you not. And it was great. Everybody in the whole place is like, jamming to it. And about two minutes into the song, all of a sudden people were realizing, holy crap, this is Bananarama. <laughs> the, the name of that band, to give them props, Slow Children. Oh, that's, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that's a great name. That is but tremendous. The thing is,
1: I, I know this is listed as dance, but is yeah. anybody, like, oh, when they hear this in the club, they flock to the dance floor. They did. I, this song, I yeah. yeah, it's I, kind of a mess. I had a
2: 12-inch single of this on vinyl that got people into the uh, onto the dance floor for that. Yeah, this you, I would mix it with uh, Batman from Purple Rain or from uh, the Batman soundtrack. Yep. And then I would also, what else did I mix that with? I think. Steve Winwood's Higher Love I think <laughs> I think fit okay. into that. Now yeah.
0: there's the one that I'm sitting here scratching
2: yeah, my head over now. Was, yeah. That one that that's when you that's the you're, adjusted you're, speed. You're bringing it down. You're going well, like, "Okay, I'm clearing now."
1: Yeah, so. right. There was an argument between Bananarama and their producers. Bananarama thought, "Oh, this would make a great dance hit." The producers like, "Uh, no, we just don't see it that way." They ended up winning Bananarama, of course. One, they won yeah. the argument and uh well, got them a number 1 hit and their only number 1 hit. In the United States, and to finish off here, if you're a big fan of Beavis and ButtHead back in the day, they would do the uh, <laughs> review of music videos. Okay. Well, they reviewed Bananarama's.
2: <laughs> I did not know that.
1: Venus Sage, if you can do me a favor and cut this, I've decided to play back Beavis and ButtHead's review oh, of Bananarama's Venus, and here it is, 60 second clip.
0: Is this Wilson Phillips? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is back when they were cool. (laughs)
1: I'm your Beavis.
0: I'm your Venus. Um (laughs) Hey Beavis. What rhymes with Venus? Um <laughs> Venus,
3: uh, um, Venus, flytrap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These chicks should marry Guar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would <was> be cool. <laughs> they would have offspring that would be the coolest people that have ever lived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they would rule Antarctica. <laughs> they would rule the entire world. Well, there you have it. There's Beavis and Butthead's review of the uh, music video. I'm impressed. They avoided the word.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I won't lie. My biggest laugh out of that was, is this Wilson Phillips? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mike Judge's a genius. All right, when we come back, we'll finish out the show because we have K-State Baseball at the top of the hour in Morgantown, West Virginia. Matt Walters, Chris Brown will be standing by, but to finish out the show, we'll get Sam Honeybuns in his movie preview, and a little ask us anything next. I'm Sam Honey taking a look at this weekend's coming attractions.
3: Finally, we have more than just one movie coming out this weekend, but these ones reach a very distinct audience. First off, we have Downton Abbey, A New Era. The second film that continues the popular British television show sees the characters go on a grand journey to the south of France to uncover the mystery of a newly inherited villa. Gonna be honest, I've never seen a single episode of this show, so I have no idea what any of this means. Downton Abbey is rated PG and has a running time of two hours and five minutes. It currently has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. up is Men. From the always weird and creepy A24, Men follows a recently widowed woman who moves to a new village, but someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. Men is rated R and has a runtime of 1 hour and 40 minutes. It currently has a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that will wrap up this weekend's preview. Listen in on Monday for the micro movie
1: Minute of Men with me, Sam Honey. All right, no DG today. So, I mean, Sage has the questions for us. Go ahead.
4: All right. Um, let's see. What is the weirdest way you've injured yourself?
1: <laughs> oh, oh God. Uh, backyard wrestling. <laughs> yeah, oh, that wow. was kind of an easy one for you. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like 20 years old and uh, in college, had this big backyard, put a bunch of weapons everywhere. And very early on in the match, uh, it was an official matchup, title match. And uh, I took a chair shot to the back, and I braced myself wrong. And when I planted my right hand on the ground, I snapped a bone on my hand in my hand. It's like attached to the middle finger.
4: Yep, that is <laughs> not ideal. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Good thing I still had my road rage hand intact.
4: Oh yeah, you're f- you're fine.
0: Uh, sprained ankle after jumping out of a swing.
4: Okay, just jumped out and it fell out from under you
0: pretty much landed just wrong yeah just twisted as i went down and
4: oops all right i mean i i used to i'm a, a pretty nervous person i used to be extremely worried to the point where i would um give myself acid reflux because i was constantly nervous all of the time okay so yeah in middle school i would I had this really terrible basketball coach who was pregnant and mean all of the time. And I gave myself as a reflex cause I was constantly worried about wow. going to practice. So there's that.
1: So going back to my backyard store, a backyard wrestling story. So the guy I was facing the whole match, I got a broken hand and we, we wrestled for like 20 minutes, but I'm trying to pick him up and I have one hand yeah. at one point. I put him down wrong and he landed on his head and he got a bad concussion. Oh I mean, it was afterwards. He's stumbling around. We t- should have taken him to the hospital. But I was like, I left, and he's like, he kept asking people, like, "Where's, where's, where's Mitch at? Where'd he go?" <laughs> and he kept because it's a friend. He always calls me the Fort. Always calls me the Fort. He never calls me Mitch. Yeah. And he kept asking, "Where's Mitch at?" I was like, I knew this guy is not right.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that. Is a championship match right there. Don't try this at home. Come out injured.
1: No.
4: Um, Another question What is something that you don't understand the hype for? You're not on the hype train. (laughs) Mm.
0: (laughs) The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of all over the place right now.
1: She's a terrible fake crier. There's no tears, there's no tissues, and she is dressed like, not to rag on just Amber Heard here. But she's been getting most of the attention out of this because her apparently her attorney is terrible. But she looks like she's about to fight for the South in the Civil War.
0: Meanwhile, he's sober and having to sit there and listen to all of this as, and wishing he had his cocaine box.
1: Yeah, every time I've seen all the highlights, it's of him <laughs> either kind of laughing something off of what her attorney said or his attorney crushing Amber Heard on something.
4: Oh, yeah. I think MCU can get a little, like... Everybody's always hyped for the new MCU too. True. It's, it's never it's okay.
1: I, I'm surprised this whole trial thing isn't done. It's been going
0: on for weeks. They had her on the stand for 5 days. That's insane. What that in a defamation trial. I yeah. mean it's just and, no okay. reason. Let Let me, no reason. I'm going to pull this up
1: here cuz I mean you get on YouTube and it's right there in front of everybody you can watch the live video. Um, I don't think it's going anymore but when I saw it earlier today at the most i saw was 95,000 people watching it live at that time and that was 30 minutes before this show and that's just went one on single air. stream i mean on a good day we're drawing at least 150,000 all right <laughs> that's going to do it for the week we're back on monday for Sage for number 2 on the fort we're out go cats